This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Zach Ferran. He's a 22-year-old Apple employee, and he's listening to the show and loving it. For your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it to enter. Okay, Top Tribe, you're listening to episode 254, and coming up tomorrow morning, you're going to hear from Julian Martinez. Will Bernie Sanders' favorite application kill GoToWebinar? Julian tells us. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning. You're going to enjoy our guest this morning. His name is Thomas Smale, and he's the co-founder of FE International in 2010, growing the business with zero funds from scratch to a seven-figure-a-year business. Specializing in advising and brokering the sale of established websites and online businesses, FE International has completed over 300 transactions. He's also been interviewed on podcasts, blogs, and spoken at the number of industry events on online businesses, exit strategy, and selling businesses. Thomas, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's do this. So first things first, why'd you start the business? Um, So I think like many kids at the time I was at university just looking for ways to make extra cash and at the time I figured that um, like trying something online would be a good idea lots of people had websites at the time um, so I kind of got into buying and selling websites myself and then over a period of years that kind of morphed into a, a brokerage mm-hmm. business which is pretty much all we do now and how, so I guess, how old were you when you first started this? Um, I was about 22 two when I unofficially started it. So the, the company is just about six years old now. So you're 28? I'm 28 now, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so tell us about your last deal you did and, and walk us through how you made money from that deal. Yeah, so I mean, we do about, I think at the beginning you mentioned about 300 deals. We've done just over 350 now, coming up to 400 deals. Um, so our kind of number moves, moves quite consistently upwards. Um, so we do... In the last twelve months, we did about eighty deals. So we do about one and a half deals a week. They they really vary in size. Last deal would have been somewhere around the one point, just over. It was just over a million dollars. Um, it was a SaaS business. Which one? Um, I it's under non disclosure, so I can't talk about the exact name of it at this stage. Okay, so how did how did it work? You knew the buyer and the seller, and you connected. Walk us through it. Yeah, so we have a, a team. So effectively, clients come to us. They have a business they want to sell. We will value the business. If they're happy with our valuation, we will then uh, work through an onboarding process where we learn more about the business, find out about the financials of the business, and then we put together a, a sales pack or prospectus about the, the company that's being sold. And then we then go out to our own network of um, buyers who are interested in buying uh, online businesses. Okay, and... And we'll keep the name of the last one that you sold, obviously, confidential, which should allow us to kind of get more detail on other areas. Who was the ultimate buyer of this particular business? Uh, again, that's also under non-disclosure at this time. One, I guess one of the issues with being a broker is that the majority of our deals are um, quite private. So 
from a, a buy perspective and seller perspective, they generally don't talk about. Sure. Let's dive, let's if we're going to if we're if no one's going to know the name of either side, let's then talk about how you value a SaaS business. So you valued this last one at around a million. What metrics were you looking at to get that valuation? Yeah, so we look, we look, we look at a lot of factors and we take a lot into account. But generally, we look at the uh, financials for the last 12 months. Um, and then we apply a multiple to those financials. And the multiple we apply is based on the, the variables that we, that we discussed. A yeah, so, so what are the... That's what I'm trying to get at, Thomas. What If someone's listening right now, they're running a SaaS business and they're going, I wonder what Thomas would value me for. What are the, what are the variables you're using and what yes, multiple do you apply? So, so, yeah, so some of the most, uh, most important variables are the amount of time the owner spends on the business the complexity of their input. So a owner working 40 hours a week, who's a very technical owner, who does all the programming themselves, that business is going to be worth less in terms of multiple than a business where the owner works five hours a week and they're not doing anything technical. And there's a a team of programmers and developers in place. Um, So yeah, the the owner's involvement is one of the most important and how much time they spend on the business. What the, the growth of the business looks like. So a business that's growing, say, Five ten percent month over month is worth more than the business that's been on a consistent decline. What multiple would you give a five to ten percent month over month growing business? Um, it will really depend. Generally speaking, we're looking at like between four and six times um, the annual for the last twelve months. Annual annual, annual top line. Annual net. On a SaaS business, you're you're valuing based off net. Yeah. What? 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 Walk me through that. Uh, every sa- every SaaS business, every SaaS business we've had on the show, and we've had loads of them on. It, you know, whether they've exited or they just raised a bunch of capital, it's almost always you know some you know if churn is under three percent month over month, if growth is in your range, we just said five to ten percent month over month, and if yep. ARPU and LTV and all that, the ratios are appropriate. They're usually looking at a forward looking annualized twelve month you know uh, 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 ARR multiplied by a five to eleven x on top line ARR. Why are you valuing differently? Yeah, I think the main differentiation is the size of the businesses. So that will definitely apply where a business is doing over a million ARR. But on smaller businesses we deal with, so our average deal size is around 250,000. For okay. deals at that level, there just isn't the scale. So buyers don't tend to pay a multiple of revenue. Once you get above a million ARR, then absolutely you're correct. Multiples in the SaaS space tend to be um, off the ARR forward looking, um, but for smaller businesses where they haven't quite hit that critical mass. Really well, so give us a sense it. of this last deal you did. Again, we don't know the name, so it's not like we can figure out who it actually is. What was the total revenue they were doing? Uh, I'd have to bring that up. It was about 500,000, I believe. A- you know, past 12 months, that's what they did? Yep. And that was top line or, or net? Uh, top line, and then net was about, uh, about 300,000. That's actually a pretty good net on a on a SaaS business. So it didn't have yeah, a lot of staff. Were, yeah, they were pretty pretty high margin. Um, they did have a team, but the team were offshore. Um, that is assuming you extrapolate out the the more recent numbers. If you went back further than that, it was slightly lower than that number. I think so you basically got a three about a three x on the net revenue for this particular uh, business. Yeah, that was extrapolated out. I think the actual uh, net, if you look at the last twelve months and didn't do any extrapolation, was more like two hundred thousand. Okay, so maybe maybe four or five x, yeah, depending on what you look at. Okay, and so how do you? You said you have over uh, four thousand vetted buyers. I mean, g- give me an example of a buyer that you can talk about. I mean, who, so we get an understanding of who these people are. 
Um, yeah, so the kind of buyers we deal with, it, I mean, it, it really varies. We deal with, um, so for example, we completed a, a sale recently, which was public. We generally don't do that many public. Um, Tell us about also, the public one. Yeah, so it was a, a SaaS business called Planscope, which is like a project management SaaS tool. Quite a small business. P-L-A-N? Yeah, P-L-A-N, scope.io. Okay. And real quick, by... real quick, Thomas, uh, Top Tribe, we will link to all of this in the show notes, okay, at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 254. Who was the owner of that, Thomas? Um, it was sold by a, a guy called Brennan Dunn. Uh-huh. Um, and the buyer was uh, Josiah. Um, so with that that particular business, the the buyer was a developer, get a, a full-time job, and he was just looking for a, a project, I guess, get started with his own business. It was a relatively small sale. It was around a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Um, so at that level, you get quite a few people who are either in full-time jobs looking to transition out. They might be looking for a second income. Well, why did the current, why did the Planscope team want to sell out to Brennan? Who's the developer? Uh, sorry, Brennan was the seller. Josiah was the buyer. Um, oh. So with Brennan, he has a, had a much larger business elsewhere. And from his perspective, Planscope was beginning to be um, a little bit of a distraction. He wasn't able to give it the, the time it deserved. So how much How much monthly revenue was Planscope doing when it sold? It was a very small business. It was around $3,000 a month. Okay. And they have pricing ranging on their website from $24 a month all the way up to $200 per month. So you're saying maybe they had like 10 to 100 customers? Yeah. It was somewhere in the middle of that. I think it was around 70 okay. active customers. And the person that bought it, I mean, what, why... You know, if they were doing three grand a month, you know, let's annualize that forward looking. So you're looking at call it, you know, thirty or thirty six thousand dollars, and you still got a three x on that because they paid a hundred k. How did yeah. you convince the buyer Josiah to pay that? Um, so from a a, a buyer perspective, a lot of buyers at that level are really just looking for something like secure and safe for their first investment. The buyers at that level often have um, a lot more cash potentially available down the line, but they might start with something that's only like five to ten percent of their available funds and in his case he liked the uh like the product he liked uh brennan and kind of liked the story as well quite often people will sell businesses when uh they want to decline and they don't really have a, a genuine reason for a sale in mm. in this case brennan's story made a lot of sense because he had putting his focus elsewhere didn't really have the time to put into that particular business and and grow it so it made sense to, to sell was churn fairly low uh, churn was actually reasonably high, which I think that's another differentiator between some of the bigger SaaS businesses you might see. In How, what was churn um, monthly? Um, again, I'd have to dig out that. Like higher thing. than ten percent month over month? Uh, no, usually, we usually if it's over ten percent, that would be a bit of a red flag for us and a bit of a concern, even on like a really. To small, call it seven percent, maybe. Yeah, we usually see between seven and twelve would be the average we see for something in the uh, maybe like half a million or below asking price okay range. this makes sense okay but you, so then tell me this how do you how much money did you make on this hundred thousand dollar deal you personally yeah so we charge 15 cents we take well, around fifteen thousand off that okay got it and and that does that go to you personally or it just goes back into fe international and then you uh, split it yeah, among here that, that's into the into the company and then obviously the team get get. and paid. are you are you the founder of fe international with it looks uh, like three yeah. partners co-founder there's two of us oh there's two of you okay percent yeah, each Okay, cool. And so I have a question for you. You know the brokers. Do you ever just want like why why don't you start your own business? Because you know you could probably engineer an exit and make a lot of money. Um, from our perspective, I mean, part of the reason is just like focus. We really just wanted to focus on brokerage. I think one of the things I did when I started out, we did try and do a little bit of everything. So we tried uh -huh. to start our own, um, run our own, buy our own. We do we do still have our own portfolio and we operate it, but it's mainly so 
we have the expertise when dealing with clients to sure, kind of understand yeah. the whole whole process. Um, I guess further down the line, that might be a way we could grow the business, but we've really just been focusing on, we got to a team of 12, increasing income each year, building a bigger team, uh, better processes, better systems. Um, and also from a, a capital perspective, um, brokerage is, is quite profitable compared to if we were to like raise capital and buy business ourselves, we don't sure. necessarily have the, the cash to the kind of business we would need a lot of money to buy the kind of business. So Thomas, in, in 2015, if you added up all, all your commissions added up together, how much did your business make? Uh, it was around 1.5 million in commissions. Okay. 1.5 million. And what are your main expenses? Like, is it just head, like, do you pay your brokers a headcount expense or a deal finding fee or what? Uh, yeah. So we have a, a team. We don't really have, tradi- we do have a team of brokers, but it's not a traditional brokerage where they usually just get a straight up split of commission and nothing else. We have all of our team is salaried and then they also get, depending on their role internally, they get a commission. So mm. the majority of our costs are team-based. What's so the commission typically? Uh, what to a... To like say, I'm making this up. Uh, there's a, te- you have a uh, David Newell listed under expert broker. What would, what's a commission he'd make if he brought you a deal? Uh, well, they don't really bring in deals necessarily. What commission does he make? Sorry. I mean, I don't know what the model is, but you said there's a commission structure. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't publicly disclose what the team get paid. Well, what, it's a percentage, correct? Uh, well, not really. It's a little bit of a complicated structure because they get a a base salary and then a, a tiered structure. Oh, a tiered structure based off the size of deals. In other words, if they don't, yep. you, you don't say, David, if you bring a buyer for this company we have in our portfolio, you get X percent of the, you know, three percent of the fifteen percent we take. Yeah, they do get a percentage of of the company fee. Well, well, I'm just curious what that percentage is, not what their base salary is. What's that percentage? But I mean that that's I'm not really comfortable disclosing what they get paid on a deal. Okay. Are, is this their full-time gig or are they doing other things? Uh, they're all, yeah, full-time salaried employees. And what makes you uncomfortable about articulating what they make percentage-wise per deal? Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of private data internally. Well, like I everyone knows like VCs, VCs two and 20. I mean, this is fairly public for, for, for a VC from our private equity. Well, is it really low it, or is it, it really high or what? Well, maybe it is in that case, but I mean, internally we don't, we just don't disclose what the team get paid. Okay. Um, all right, cool. Well, hey, look, so this is fascinating. I think it's an interesting business model. You've got a full-time team you're building. If people want to connect you personally online, Thomas, where can they do that? Uh, Twitter would probably be the best place. So at Thomas Mel is my Twitter handle. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win a hundred bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, and you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now.
Perfect. All right, guys, top tribe. There you have it. Again, we'll link to all this in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top two five four. All right, Thomas, uh, pressure's about to heat up, man. You know what time it is? Uh, yep. What time is it? Uh, famous five. Nice, I'm, man. I'm, you I'm, got I'm, it. I'm it's time for the famous five. All right, number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, tipping Point. Uh, good one. Number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Elon Musk at the moment. Yep. Okay. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have? Maybe like HostGator. Uh, yeah, I like SEMrush, which is a, um, a research tool. Okay. Number four, yes or no? As you're building this business, Thomas, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? Uh, no. <laughs> and what's your <laughs> what's your situation? Married, single? Do you have kids? Uh, I'm in a in a relationship, but no kids, so. Okay, got it. All right. So last question. You said you're 28 years old. Take us back eight years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Yeah, so at the time, I was I was messing around a little bit with various things. So I think it was really just focus. So like I said, part of the reason we do brokerage, just focusing on one thing. At the time, I was jumping between idea, like I think a lot of young guys do. So focus on one thing. Yeah, just focus on one thing. Once you know something works, just keep focusing on that and building that rather than trying to do five or 10 things at once. All right, Top Tribe, there you have it. Thomas launched FE International at 22 years old. He's done over 350 deals over the past six years. He collected, when his business collected $1.5 million in commission structure in 2015 alone, and they continue to grow aggressively. Thomas, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks so much, Nathan. You bet. If you guys enjoyed Thomas today, go back and listen to Ryan from yesterday. He went from zero to $17 million in sales in 2015 with his New York SaaS, New York City-based SaaS company. His full show notes and revenue numbers are nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 253. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.